Suicide is a tough topic, but the Washington County Reach for Hope Suicide Prevention Coalition wants you to know that there is always hope. We are a caring community reaching out to provide compassion and hope for a community free of suicide. In the next half hour, we'll talk with community partners to identify risk factors, raise awareness, and discuss prevention strategies. Hello and welcome to Reach for Hope, where there's always hope. I'm Melissa Anderson. You know, this is a show about how we can promote the prevention of suicide and make a difference in our community. We all probably know someone who has attempted uh, to take their own lives, if not succeeded, but it's our actions that speak louder than words. So we need to do something. With us today is a woman who has been impacted in many ways and has decided to share some of her experiences Paige Foster, welcome to our show, and thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Now, Paige, I'd like to know a little bit about you, um, and where you grew up, and, and, and what your background's about. I grew up in Southern California, basically all around Southern California. Um, moved to Utah five years ago. have two amazing children. Uh, my background's in medical practice, specialty, as well as family practice. Great. So you moved here, and and uh, I understand that you have a little bit of a experience um, that you'd like to share with us. But before we get into the reasons of why you're so excited to share with us today, we want to talk about um, uh, you know reaching for hope because that's what the show is about. And when we talk about prevention of suicide, we think about how do we help people? How do we get the word out that, that this is okay to talk about? And here, our Reach for Hope Coalition, it wants to instill hope in prevention. And so let's take a listen to uh, an ad that we've produced that kind of does just that. Hi, I'm Terrell, a member of the Reach for Hope Suicide Prevention Coalition. Reach for Hope wants you to know that suicide is preventable, and although things might be hard right now, things will get better. If you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or text BRAVE to 741-741. Click now to learn how you can help save a life or visit our website at reachforhopeutah.org. That's reach, the number four, hopeutah.org. And that's specifically what we're talking about is there is hope. There is help out there. Paige, um, please share with us what your specific reason for getting involved in this cause to prevent suicide. Um, as far back as probably, I want to say, 17, 18 years ago, I've lost friends to suicide. I've um, got really good friends that have attempted suicide and gratefully never was able to follow through. In the past couple of years, I've had some life changes that hit me hard. That was hard for me to digest. Suicide became, thoughts of suicide became part of my everyday life. Um, I have children that, that have struggled with it. It, it reaches far and wide in my life. Um, as, for, as closely as three weeks ago, I lost somebody that I've known for 30 years. And watching how it's impacted family, friends, and even the community has brought me to the point that I feel like I need to do something. I, I gratefully, and my children gratefully pulled themselves out of the depths. Um, we seeked help. We've, um, we've relied on each other. We've relied on friends and family. It wasn't easy, and it's still not easy. There's still struggles daily 
that I go through and people in my life go through. I, during my life change that I went through about a year ago, I was gratefully linked with a fabulous local artist. His name is Frederick Stevens. If any of you have been to George's Restaurant or Painted Pony, you've seen his work. It's extraordinary. The colors he uses are vibrant. The pictures he paints are just overwhelming. He and I had formed a little bit of a Facebook friendship, and he saw that I was advocating for suicide prevention and awareness, and he reached out to me. He's been touched by it as well, just like I'm sure everybody listening or everybody in the world has been touched somehow by it. He gratefully donated an amazing, beautiful painting. And he told me, he said, Paige, we can take this to a gallery and we can get money. He said, or I can gift it to the cause, as he calls it. And he said, with the way that you approach people and what I've seen, how you feel about it, he said, I believe in you and I believe that you can raise money for, for the cause. And 100% of the proceeds, he and I both want to go to awareness and prevention. And we're going to talk about that in, in a few minutes about that donation. But I want to I want to jump back just a little bit because this is a deep topic we're talking about. It, and it touches everyone's lives. I mean, like I said, I've been touched by it. My, my grandmother had some issues with her health and thought that that was the best way out. Um, she lived for an entire 72 hours after that. And, and, and it's followed me my whole life. But I, I don't look at that as... Um, it's not really a, a good way out, but at the time when you're in that pain, you don't know how else to get out of it, but it has impacted my life. It's impacted our entire family's life. However, we need to be able to push through that and get through that. And it sounds like you, you have done that with your family members and you're still working on it. Like you said, day to day. Um, we know many people who have had trauma such as yours in their life. Let's hear another message right now about that. Hi, I'm Keisha, a member of the Reach for Hope Suicide Prevention Coalition. Did you know that having an open and honest conversation could save a life? Asking someone directly if they're thinking about suicide often brings relief and helps ease their pain. If you think someone is having thoughts of suicide, assume you are the only one who will reach out. If you or anyone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or text BRAVE to 741-741. Click here for more information. Now, it used to be that talking about suicide back in the day was taboo. We didn't want to mention it because we've seen a shift in our society lately, though, over the past few years and even months, that we want to ask that question. Correct. Um, being from a certain generation, and I'm sure it's carried over, it was considered weakness, a personality flaw. And I was raised the same way, and I... I I grew up in, in society where it was a personality flaw. And that was the biggest obstacle I had to get over when I was having those thoughts and, and considering it and looking at my options. I thought that there was something wrong with me. I thought that, it, again, it was a personality flaw and it was a weakness. And nobody wants to admit to weakness. Um, gratefully, I, was a, I reached out for hope and I reached out for help. Um, and through therapy and medication and love of my family and friends and support of people that I did not even think of to support me. They could feel my pain. They could see me. They, 
they help me in so many ways. That's because people care. They really, truly do. And if you do reach out for that help, you're, you're going to get it somewhere. And that's what we're here to talk about. It's, it's so important to reach out and it's so important for us to reach out to others. Um, here's another message that, that we produced a, a, a video and it encourages people to be there. But listen to this one. My family would be better off without me. I just want out. Who cares if I'm dead anyway? Pretty soon, you won't have to worry about me anymore. I'm tired of life. I just can't go on. Some people believe that asking someone if they are thinking about suicide will put the idea into their head. The truth is, when you ask someone directly about intent, it lowers anxiety, opens communication, and reduces the risk that someone will take their own life. So please, ask the question. Are you thinking about suicide? So did anyone ever ask you the question? Yeah. Every one of those statements resonates with me. Um, yeah, people have asked, a couple of people have asked me that. And mm -hmm. one of them was my children, which mm -hmm. which was so heartfelt. And I, I did feel at a certain point, they'd be better off without me. But it's not true. It's not true. It's our mind kind of playing games on us. And, and you finally, what took, what got you to the point to where you reached out? Was it your children? It was my children. Mm -hmm. It was, um, learning that I can continue on with life. I can, I can make it, I can make myself better. I have to take the first step. I have to ask for help. I didn't think people were willing to help, nor did I think that people cared that they had their own problems to deal with but gratefully people can learn that people do have their own problems to deal with but love understanding and caring really shine through people are willing to put themselves aside for people they love and make it better that's right and that's what what's important about it is is to to, to ask that question to reach out and get help um and so are you, do you still struggle? I struggle daily. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I'm sure there are people out there that struggle as much as I do. We can all put on a happy face and go to do our jobs and wave at our neighbors and talk to our friends. But we all have internal struggles. And I've learned that it, it's really, really okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm. it. It actually makes it easier to deal with. Right. Talk about it. If you learn from it, if you let the people in your life that love you just love you and help you with it. Right. Can't do it on your own. You, you really, it, you really, we need to reach out and help each other. Um, so maybe, um, I'm sorry to make you cry. Oh no, it's a good crying. We all <laughs> need to cry. It's, it's purging. Exactly right. Um, so maybe we need to discuss a little bit about how this ties into our mental health. You know, if you break a leg or do something, we go to the doctor for it. But if we have mental health issues, like you said, you feel ashamed, you don't want to burden anybody. So you just kind of go about your life, shoving it under the carpet. Yeah. That doesn't help anybody, especially yourself, ourselves. 
At, what kind of advice do you have for people out there then to, to help you get over that battle in your own mind and say, hey, I am not going to feel weak about this. I'm going to get some help. Or I'm going to reach out. And and there's wonderful places to go to get that help. There is. There's there's um, counseling that can be had. There's Go to your primary care physician and talk to him about medication and or referrals to counseling. There is always somebody willing to help. There's always somebody willing to listen. I mean, short of family, one of the biggest advocates that helped me was my hairdresser. And, you know, you've heard hairdressers are like bartenders, but she has just (laughs) turned into, through this whole thing, a wonderful friend that that understood my struggles. Um, I participated in yoga. You know, you find mindfulness in that. You find friends and you find advocates. The one thing that that kept me centered and made me reach out and ask for help was, as as mundane as it was, was looking at pictures of my children, looking at a picture of my grandson. You know, there were things that I thought, again, they'd be better off without me. But then when I looked at their smiling faces, I thought, they're here because of me. That's right. You know, and how would they feel? How would I feel if if they had the same thoughts? That would devastate me. I could not do that to them. It was selfish at the time. And gratefully, I'm past a certain point of that, but I still struggle. I still struggle. I think, I think in a sense, all of us have been there and had issues and thoughts and maybe not totally to that direction, but we all struggle. I mean, and look at what we're going through right now with COVID and wear your mask. Thankfully, we have this nice booth with yes. some plexiglass we can see each other between, but it's been tough. The last few months have just been hard for everyone. There's no one that I know that is enjoying, you know, having to stay home, not being able to do things that we used to do, but hopefully we'll get back to the the normalcy of life someday. Yes. But that's been a struggle. It's It's a struggle when you have financial problems, when you have Um, just lack of support in some areas, but we know that we can overcome this. And that's what this organization is all about. And if anybody out there, you know, um, is having problems, they really do. There really is help out there. And I'm so glad and and thankful that you're, you're coming to us. You came to us and you're like, Hey, I'd like to help out. I want to talk a little bit about this artist, um, who he is and why he, back that up, what you talked about earlier, what he's donated and, and how he plays into all of this. He, like I said, we just kind of, I, I was lucky enough to, to get a painting of his. Um, he's got some amazing work that by the time he's finished, it's gone. Um, he followed me on Facebook. I followed him. He was, um, he was touched by some of my posts. He reached out to me. Um, privately and said, let's do this. Let's do it for a cause. Let's do it for the cause that we both believe in. Again, his world's been touched by suicide um, on different levels. He's, he's a, he's an amazing man. I was grateful enough to be able to spend a few hours with him a couple weeks back at my home. And we just sat and talked and got to know each other a little bit when he dropped off the painting. Um, let's take a look at that painting and see if it's gorgeous. It it looks like oh there you are a picture of you next to it <laughs> so is this in your home then um it's it's being stored in my home until we can we can auction it off 
I'm I'm growing quite fond of it. However, it's for a better <laughs> cause than my home. <laughs> How big is this? I mean, look, in proportionately, it looked like it was fairly good sized. It, you know, I. It's like a couple feet by. It is. Three, I two gave three feet. I gave Teresa the um, dimensions, and I didn't write them down. It's yeah. it's fairly big. Yeah. And it's framed. He framed it himself. Um, he paints on um, wood on board. He sands it down so he can get a a totally just beautiful background. So unlike canvas, there's no movement to it. But if you look closely, I mean, there's fluid fluidity and movement to the picture itself. He likes to, and I'm probably going to get this incorrect, he likes to paint um, ordinary pictures with some extraordinary colors and circumstances involved in them. I was going to say, there's some purple trees in there. As, <laughs> and, if and you've houses. seen his paintings, he is not scared of color. They are so vibrant. Right. It's beautiful. Very much so. Now, this artist, he's from Utah, what, from what I understand. Yes. Um, and he donated this, and 100% of the proceeds will go to One. suicide prevention awareness, correct? 100% of it. And I understand his artwork has been in uh, art you know, displays across yes. the country. Is that right? Yes. He's got collectors all over. As a matter of fact, at one point, he was featured in the Southwest Art Magazine um, 21 and 31, um, oh, under 31. So he is his, he's got exhibits through the Southwest. He is, and I've seen some of the collect, his collector's collections. When you see one and you get one, you don't stop. It's, it's like a, an addiction. It's just amazing. What would you say, or what would you value this painting at right around? My personal opinion, and I'm not a collector, I think they started at about $12,000. Wow. Yeah. So that's a sizable amount of money if we've got people that are willing to it is. do this and for a good cause. And I would like to put out there too, if if you can't, if that's a little rich for your blood and you, and you don't want to participate in the auction, if you could at least just donate, you know, $5, $10 towards the cause. Not everybody has to participate in the auction, but give two to the cause, give to reach for hope, because any amount that's given is going to go th for a good cause. Right. If we can help one person, my life would be complete. Well, we've been trying to spread the message out with programs like this, as well as um, radio ads, television ads. We, we've put things in the movie theaters because we do want to get that word out. I mean, this has been really, especially this year, tough on people. And so we really appreciate you reaching out to us, him reaching out to you. It's kind of almost like it was fate. <laughs> it, it is. And it's funny. I have, I have a very close friend, somebody whom I love dearly, who helped me through the majority of my bad times. And when this all happened, he just looked at me and he giggled and he said, you know what? You're here for a reason. That's You're right. You're here to help somebody. That's you, right. You, you stayed around because you, you needed to do this. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's and that exactly resonates right. with me every time I look at that painting. Yeah. Just in awe. Wake up and think that every day then. Thank you. And there's always tomorrow and there's always, even if it's a cloudy day, the sun will be out tomorrow. Right? <laughs> yes, Just Annie. Like, that's right. That's, a, that's a, one of my favorite songs. My daughter used to sing that. Um, so what we're going to do with this painting 
is we're going to be auctioning it off in a silent auction, a silent bid through our Reach for Hope Coalition. So it will go on our uh, Facebook page, our website, reachforhopeutah.org. We are going to uh, take bids for about a month. So just if anybody out there wants to go on and check it out and uh, put in their own private little bids or however out through the silent auction process, we'll be taking those bids and, and uh, hopefully we can raise enough money to, to get out more resources to, to people who need it. Because the more we reach out, the more people are going to be feel comfortable comfortable in talking about this subject, which is such a deep subject subject to talk about, obviously. Yes. Um, I mean, you know that it comes from the heart. It does. And there's nothing wrong with you. If you have a problem, you're just, you know, we just need to reach out and get the help that we need because we all have ups and downs. That's just the way it is. So would you like to leave us with some, some last thoughts about what you would like to share with our audience out there about anything to do with with this subject and and um hope there's always hope and there's always somebody that cares for you and that's willing to help it might come in the strangest way it might present itself um in a way you you least expect like my connection with frederick stevens like my connection with um people in my life that i didn't think gave gave a, a crap about what happened to me right. that we're just friends in passing but there's always a heart-to-heart connection that will make things better and they come in strange strange packages but grab onto them and run with them because it just will make a difference in your life and your life makes a difference to people around you and that's what people need to remember you may not think that you matter but you do matter to somebody more than you realize it right like your children like my children and and my grandchildren <laughs> yes and and everyone's generations beyond um i just want to say thank you so much for sharing i didn't mean to make you cry today no it's a good cry i it, love it <laughs> it's really I, I appreciate your heartfelt uh you know for being here and for connecting thank because you. that's what we all need to do we need to connect i mean we need to get the word out and say hey there's always hope there um, is and prevention is the best medicine Absolutely. Thank you. If we can stop even one person that's hearing this or listening to this today, we could say, you know, we're here for you. We really appreciate, you know, you being here and everyone can make a difference. They just have to be in the right mindset, in the right mood. Um, They have to know that they are our value where a lot of times we don't feel of value. Um, but sometimes you got to reach back here and pat yourself on the back and say, you know, if nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. Here we go. Just go ahead and do that. It makes you feel pretty good it every does. once in a while. And if there's a problem with something, you do this, right? Exactly. You got to shrug it off. You got to get rid of it. You got to, you know, run, do whatever. Yeah. Uh, scream, go in a room, yell your head off, do something. Find a way to get rid of whatever it is that's ailing you and then come back with a fresh new mindset and say, it's going to get better, right? Exactly. Better words couldn't have been spoken. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been there before too, so I, I just appreciate that. And and uh, I really appreciate this artist, Stephen Frederick, and i just like for you to tell him thank you. And if you're watching this program, Stephen, which I hope you are, that, that you... Uh, 
That's his name, right? Frederick. Frederick. Frederick, Frederick Stevens. Stevens. I okay. had it backwards. See, there you go. That's okay. That's how mind works. Uh, anyway, thank you for for donating this, and and we we appreciate the fact that you want to help as well and reach out because you've reached out and you've reached out and now we're reaching out and everybody, if everybody were to reach out, just think of what a wonderful world we'd be living in. We'd, we'd be in those purple trees. I, oh, didn't that look beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to spread a picnic blanket and just lay. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. Yeah, you can almost hear it. So thank you so much for your sharing today, caring, and we care about you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for moving here. <laughs> uh, best decision I ever made. Yeah, Thank I you. know. I think so, too. Yeah. And I'm. it's been a pleasure meeting you and knowing you. And, As well. Thank and you. maybe you can come and share with our group sometime, too. I am. Looking forward to it. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. And again, um, thank you for joining us. And um, if you, um, you know, uh, are having any kind of thoughts or anything, just remember there's always hope. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. These information and, and messages are can save lives because there's always hope. The Reach for Hope Coalition wants you to know that we care about you and we are here to help. If you or someone you know is thinking about suicide, reach out. You're not alone. To access resources for yourself or others, visit our webpage at reachforhopeutah.org. That's reach, the number four, hopeutah.org. If you are experiencing a crisis, please call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK because you matter and there is always hope. This has been a production from a podcast studio.